Good afternoon. Just wanted to get you an update on the markets here. We'll start with the macro stuff, which is the high-level uh, market action. It starts with this morning's announcement by President Biden to renominate Jerome Powell. He's the head of the Federal Reserve. Uh, it's a bit controversial because normally, you know, you want to get rid of your previous, so your predecessor's nominations. Um, especially since uh, Jerome Powell's been controversial in his view on inflation, how he thought it was temporary, and that seems to be um, not the case, kind of backfiring on him and backfiring on the Biden administration. So the stock market initially met this with positive news. It sold off here this afternoon, but the long-term impacts of uh, Powell's renomination are that he will probably continue to be very slow to remove stimulus, as he said he would, and he's been very consistent in that, and very slow to raise interest rates, thereby probably fostering uh, and continuing to foster a very inflationary environment. Uh, the dollar has responded with a really big move higher, running a bit contrary to that news. Um, and, and basically what you're watching with this breakout in the dollar is their view that uh, with inflation running so hot that Powell's hand will be forced to raise interest rates sooner than later. The initial target was early 2023. Uh, that target has been moved up to uh, fourth quarter of 2022. But clearly with this big move in the U.S. dollar, they're looking for a move before the end of the year. We shall see who is right and who is wrong on that assessment. Um, the impact on uh, commodities has been noticeable, of course, uh, starting with oil, where we are watching the oil market set back uh, from recent highs uh, as President Biden tries to talk the market down, uh, begging OPEC to increase production, go after what he calls bad actors in the oil and gas. Anybody with excessive speculation, he will prosecute them. All the verbal, uh, th all the things he can do to verbally talk the market down. That has subsequently been backed up by <clears throat> the policy of now releasing oil from our strategic reserves, dipping into our emergency supply of oil uh, to try to push the market down. And he's also convinced China and Japan to do the same. Unfortunately, none of these uh, tactics will work. This is a large structural imbalance in energy demand versus uh, investment that is growing by the day. And so rather than letting the market do what it's supposed to do, which, get, which is to get prices high enough to reinvigorate uh, investment into oil and gas, we're going to artificially suppress prices keep demand very high and keep investment low. This will backfire spectacularly and ultimately take crude oil to 100 or even as high as $120 a barrel as Bank of America has suggested in their work. Unfortunately for us in the grain industry, this really complicates our, um, our view on, on what to plant for next year. If we're going to deal with $100 and $120 crude, we're going to expect much higher fuel prices, much higher fertilizer prices, much higher chemical prices, as those are all major inputs in the production and manufacturing of chemical and fertilizer. Unfortunately for the corn market, or for, or fortunately, I guess, 
higher fuel prices also mean bigger demand. We have uh, about 40% of the total demand goes toward ethanol. So the higher fuel goes, the higher ethanol demand goes or stays maintained. You've already We have record high ethanol margins at the moment with crude at $80 a barrel-ish. Um, it also will uh, keep soybean crush demand at record levels as we use soybean oil for renewable diesel. Um, soybean crush margins are near record levels as well. And so high fuel prices make inputs very high, but also keep revenue for the end users related to the energy sector, ethanol and oil production, soybean oil, also at record high levels. So there will be no demand destruction um, with high energy prices in the grain complex from that sector. The demand destruction will have to come from the feed side if we end up with record high energy prices. What is interesting is looking at the landscape of the fundamentals of the grain industry. The USDA says we are going to manu- you know, produce record high, the largest corn crop ever, and one of the largest soybean crops ever. And here we are with corn at 576 a bushel and basis levels at near record high levels for this time of year on a national basis or at record high levels on a national basis for this time of year. Same thing for soybeans. We're in the upper $12 a bushel area, and we are also at record high basis levels for this time of year in many parts of the country. So it's um, seeming eerily similar to last year where we supposedly manufactured this record crop and basis levels rallied through harvest. Um, And, you know, either the demand is running much, much hotter than the USDA uh, understands or the crop isn't there. I don't know which it is. Maybe it's a combination of both. But this has a very eerie feeling of some major corrections coming in the balance sheet after the first of the year. So our view on the market has not changed. Our My pricing view has not changed. I'm still looking for $9 wheat. Uh, we will there price in that area our first 25% of next year's crop. I'm still looking for $6.50 old crop corn, $6 new crop corn. We will advance sales on old crop and start making new crop sales in that area. Soybeans, looking for $14.50 old crop beans, $14 new crop beans. We will advance sales at those prices. Still looking for $15 rice as our first entry point there. We're getting very close to $15 rice. So stay close to your phones as I text you when we hit those initial targets. And then in the cotton market, we've talked about this several times now, looking for a very wide range of trade as the mill short on the board uh, is near record high on the March contract. That should provide some extreme volatility. Once the December uh, contract expires, I'm looking for a range between $1.05 and $1.40 on March cotton with the idea that any remaining cotton we have we price in the 130 to 140 area and then we advance next year's sales pretty aggressively on cotton. These are my opinions and not those of ADM. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.